Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. Today is the feast of the transfiguration of the Lord. Can you imagine being one of the selected to go up to the mountain apart from everybody and watch Jesus be transfigured to see this human man that you have been in contact with who has done amazing miracles on earth, but now you can see the divinity physically Showing in him, he turns bright as snow that no bleach on the earth could make him that white. And then, of course, you have Moses and Elijah come down and talk to him. Moses is the law. Um, Elijah is the prophet. And Jesus is the amalgamation of all of it of man, of God, he's divine. And I, (laughs) I'm not sure I would have said what Peter said. Oh, it's good that we're here. We'll build you three tents. But Peter, and it says they were so afraid. They didn't know what to say. And I know that Peter was probably like, oh, it's good that you're here. We'll build tents because we don't want to go back down to that world. I'd rather sit up here on this mountain with you, Lord, and Moses and Elijah, and not have to go back down to live the life, to live and see what the world is doing around us. I think that's what they were thinking. But then Jesus went down with them, and they together were bringing the good news and evangelizing to others. And I think there are times in our lives, while we may not be seeing Jesus transfigured, we are seeing Jesus in our lives in a big way, in a mountaintop experience. Maybe it's not a supernatural experience, I myself have had so many that I don't even know how to encapsulate them, but I do believe that he has graced me and blessed me with these, given me grace and blessed me with these experiences so that I can share them with you so that you too 
can know that you are called to this perfect union with God. I've mentioned the nine levels of prayer, and the first is vocal prayer, and the second is mental prayer. And we won't go through all the rest, but at the very top, that's the perfect union with God. This is where we become transfigured, where all we seek is the Lord, that nothing else matters. How do you live your life? Are you seeking the Lord in everything? Are you asking Jesus into the every detail of your life? Because when you do, you will be transformed. You will start living differently. You will be that bright light to attract others to you. And when they get to know you or when they wonder, why are you radiant? Why is your countenance so peaceful and beautiful and loving? And you can respond with, it's not me, it's God. I remember it was probably a year ago, an usher at my parish that I go to every Sunday. I go to the same parish every Sunday. Daily Mass, I hop around all over the place, depending on my day. But Daily Mass, I go to the same place, and it's this wonderful older man. And he comes around and he collects the money and all that kind of stuff on my side of the parish. And at the end, he, he says the end of this particular mass. You're always so happy and smiling. Now I could have easily said, thanks, I'm just a happy person. But I didn't take that credit because I'm always happy and smiling, especially at mass. <laughs> I love mass. I, I cannot wait to receive the Eucharist. It's my time to start my Lord's Day. Everything is better when I have that peaceful time in Mass. There are some days when they're a little distracted, but for the most part, when I'm in Mass, I'm quiet, I'm peaceful, I'm focused, I'm reverent. There may be a couple, you know, kids or family members or something that distract me here and there, but then I pray for them because I know they're not paying any attention because they're fiddling and playing with each other. And I just ask God to bless them and, you know, be happy that they're there. But so what did I say to this particular gentleman that day? I said, well, I wish it was me, but it's God in me. And that's where I get my joy. I told him to tell his wife I said hello. She'd been sick. And off I went. And these are the moments where I share God within me. Because I can't be that happy myself. I'm so grateful for the faith that God gave me. And the love 
for the, the Eucharist in Mass and, and the love for reconciliation, confession, the love for the church, the love for people around me, even though they don't see life as I see it or have the same beliefs as I believe. I ask the Lord to help me be transfigured, be transformed. So before I receive the Eucharist at Mass, I, I'm kneeling in my pew and I empty myself. I tell the Lord, I give you my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit, my thoughts, my words, my deeds. I give you my husband, my kids, my family, my extended family, my husband's extended family. I ask that you protect them. Pour your precious blood on them. I give you all of the material goods. I give you all of our finances and investments. I give you everything, Lord. And I offer myself to you, Father, as a sacrifice on that altar through your son, Jesus. And I beg you, when I receive Jesus in my mind, my body, my soul, my spirit, in the Eucharist, that you please transform me. Give me the heart of Jesus. Give me the love of Jesus. Give me the purity of Jesus. Give me the kindness and generosity of Jesus. Give me the selflessness of Jesus. Give me his mercy and forgiveness. Make me Jesus. So as we contemplate and think about the transfiguration of Jesus on the mountain, let's ask for him to transform us every day. If we cannot receive the Eucharist every day, pray for that transformation and that grace. Don't forget to call on our Blessed Mother to intercede for us. The, me- the Mediatrix of Grace so that she can take us to her son and he can give us those beautiful blessings. Okay, I'm going to wrap up. I am going to be on Relevant Radio at 7.30 Central speaking about how to focus on Jesus in the storms of our lives. If you want to listen, or it'll be on the podcast. They have an app. So if you're anywhere in the globe, you don't need to have the radio station. You can stream it live or you can go into the archives. It's morning air. And one more thing, two more things. I am also running a joy and prayer workshop with a dear friend of mine, Karen Dwyer, on September 17th. It is live. It's from 9 to 3 central time and you can participate online 
It's in Omaha, Nebraska, for those of you who might be there. But if you're not, it'll be online. And we're going to talk about how to pray and how to find joy in prayer. So many struggle. I know this because almost all of my coaching clients struggle with prayer. It is human nature. If you look in the catechism under prayer is a battle, you will realize that it will continue to be a battle. But you can find that joy in prayer that changes how you pray, how you love, and how you live your life in the spirit. We'll get much more detailed in mental prayer. I know a lot of you are digging in and trying to figure out how do I pray mental prayer. So maybe this event is something for you. So you can go to joyprayerworkshops.com. Joyprayerworkshops.com. And sign up. I hope to see you there. And also, if any of you are looking for one-on-one help on your journey, I am there as a faith coach. Just send me an email, go to my website, or send it to Kendra at KendraVonAsh.com. And we can have a quick conversation. We can pray on it. I look to you to figure out the fee. I look to you to figure out how frequently we want to meet. And there's no contract. There's no long-term commitment. You could try it once and say, yep, this isn't for me. And that's no problem. What I desire for you is to grow in your relationship with God. And in some cases, In many cases, we need help from others to do that. So reach out, please. Don't be shy. I've got some capacity. And that is the most rewarding part of my ministry. It's helping people on an intimate one-on-one basis. And it's so rewarding when I can see God working in your life in such crazy and amazing, miraculous ways. Alrighty, everyone, let's ask the Lord to transform us every day, especially before we receive the Eucharist. Alrighty, everyone. I love you all so much. Have a blessed and inspired day.